the more and more I podcast, the more and more I am realizing how much I need a soundproof room and how important that is. I am um, in my room podcasting and my husband is watching a show in the living room and it's blaring. And I think each time I've asked him to turn it down, he's turned it down like one notch each time. Um, so I'm hoping Suits isn't playing in the background. Anyways, hi everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Millennial Mom. I am so glad you're here. Um, I just wanted to start off by updating everyone a little bit on my uh, mental health episode that I posted. I shared a little bit of my personal anxiety struggle and I shared about how I had a really hard time at a doctor's visit. Um, I actually met with my new gastroenterologist yesterday and I wanted to prep as much as I could. So I took magnesium the night before. I ended up taking, I don't know if you guys know what those calm gummies are, um, but I ended up you know, thinking, you know, what the heck, I'll just try those. So I took two of those and I have these anxiety patches that I bought. Um, I will share the, the, uh, brand. I don't know exactly which ones they are, but they're full of vitamin B. So, excuse me, I loaded up on magnesium and vitamin B and I did fine. I was totally great. My doctor's appointment. I think the fact that he was such a good, nice doctor, he was so calming. He didn't wear his white coat, which white coat syndrome is a thing. I went into a deep dive of that and it really is. So um, maybe that's what's been freaking me out. I, I have no idea. But anyways, I it was great. It was a great visit. So um, Cyrus, Cyrus. Yeah, that's, you know, Cyrus is um, feeding Sunny some treats right now. He's doing sit, stay, handshake, all that. So. Um, I got that and I got suits on in the background. So that's what we're working with today, you guys. Anyways, like I was saying, if you're having panic or anxiety or anything like that, um, load up on magnesium and vitamin Bs. It's really interesting because I was talking to my primary doctor about magnesium. I went over it with you guys on the last episode about how it's all the craze right now, right? Everybody is saying how much it's changed their life. Um, my doctor is not convinced of that. She thinks that we have enough magnesium in our soil that's producing our foods that we are getting, you know, the regular amount that we need in our daily, you know, nutrition, our daily diet. So that was kind of interesting because I was, you know, asking her about my levels and whatnot with my blood work and she just was not, she's like, no, you don't need to take a magnesium supplement. Like you get plenty of magnesium in our food. And so she's not really on board with the magnesium craze. But she made me realize that we really just have to do, have to trial and error things until we figure out what, what works best for us. So on that note, my episode today is going to be about dun, 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 friendships. So friendships is something that we all have in common. I hope that all of you have at least one friend that you can count on um, and that you are there for and vice versa. I got inspiration off of having a friendship episode from two podcasts that I listened to a few days ago. One of them was Girls Gone Bible. I talked to you guys about them. They are um, two young women whose podcast is based off of the Bible and how it correlates with their life. Another podcast is No For Sure podcast, and they are also two women who have been best friends for 20 years and started a podcast. They are now trying to start their own I believe media company, um, they got really big and, um, they had a friendship episode as well. They were completely different though. And I got so much, 
um, I guess you could say just like clarity, motivation, like everything. It was, I was listening to both of their podcasts, obviously not at the same time, but I was listening to both of their podcasts and I was like, oh my gosh, yes to that. And oh my, I can relate to that and that and that. And so it was just really great to, um, to relate to people, even though I have no idea who these people are. It's just like that common ground that we all have when it comes to friendships is there. So anyways, um, Girls Gone Bible, of course, shared a Bible story. And the Bible story that they shared is in Ruth. And it is so, so beautiful, you guys. I, It's one of my favorite stories. I've, I've read it over and over again. But when the way that they broke it down in terms of loyalty... I have never thought of it like that before. And um, it was just, it's really beautiful to hear them talk about it um, in their episode. And so I wanted to go ahead and, um, and to read that one. So we are going to the Bible, the Bible app, whatever you use. And it's Ruth 1 and I will start at 14. So she says, Then they lifted up their voices and wept again, and Orpah kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth clung to her, and she said, See, your sister-in-law has gone back to her people and to her gods. Return after your sister-in-law. But Ruth said, Do not urge me to leave you or to return from following you. From where you go, I will go. Where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people, and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die, and there I will be buried." May the Lord do so to me and more also if anything but death parts me from you. And when Naomi saw that she was determined to go with her, she said no more. So if you can't get that breakdown, Orpah and Ruth are sister-in-laws and Naomi is their mother-in-law. They are all three widowed. So Naomi has lost not only her husband, but her two sons. And she's urging her daughter-in-laws to go back to their lands and go be with their families and with a lot of um, sadness, of course, Orpah goes, and uh, but Ruth chooses not to. And she has this uncanny loyalty for her mother-in-law. And it's funny because I thought about my own situation, my own life um, in this story. And, and even though it doesn't really correlate at all, uh, I have a mother-in-law who has, you know, two daughter-in-laws, myself and my sister-in-law. And I had to kind of laugh because I'm like, am I Orpa or am I Ruth, you know, and kind of leaning more towards Orpa, but, um, I love my mother-in-law very much, but I don't, you know, I don't know what I would do in this kind of situation. And this just deep love that, that Ruth has for Naomi is so evident. And I think about that kind of love and how we really only give that kind of love to our children and our spouses, uh, maybe parents or whatnot, but, um, if you think about that kind of deep-rooted love from a mother and a daughter-in-law, it's very, very sweet. And I mean, not only sweet, it's it's unheard of, you know. Um, she is just saying, we're both lit- widowed and I'm going to now live my life with you. So Girls Gone Bible, they were just talking about how amazing that was and how much loyalty matters so much in their friendships. And I just started to kind of think about my own friendships and the women that I have in my life now and how much loyalty matters to me as well. And what is important to me personally is who you are as my friend when I'm not around. Um, if you're put in a position where someone is someone or someones are talking negative about me or untrue things are being said, where do you stand with that? 
you know, are you going to defend me? Are you going to shut down the conversation? Are you just going to be quiet? Like, what are you going to do? And so that kind of loyalty for me is what really matters who you are as my friend when I'm not around. And the same should go for me. Um, I've had a lot of different kind of friendships my, you know, during my whole life. And I've just kind of reflected on a lot of them lately. Um, I would say the last five or six years has been a really big, interesting time for me in friendships. I don't want to say lost, but I went through a lot of things with, you know, a handful of friendships and there were women in my life that I thought were going to be my friend always, you know, that they were going to be like aunties to my kids and, and so forth. And that's not the case. And really just kind of stepping back and thinking about what part you played in the demise of that friendship. For me, I, I always, when I'm sharing things or trying to give advice, I always have to go back to myself and, um, and make sure I'm taking accountability for certain things as well. And there's one friend that I just love so, so much. And we unfortunately are not friends anymore. But during that time, I was in a very toxic place. My husband and I, he wasn't my husband yet. We were in a very unhealthy relationship. We were going through so many things. And I was just this walking uh energy of just negativity you know I, I had just been going through so much that I just there was a lot of joy that was missing and happiness that was missing in my life and I can't imagine that I was a good friend and I think that she was trying to excel in her career and be a mother herself and you know I, our friendship was just not serving anymore and I think about that. I think about the string of our friendship and how I was just holding on for dear life for that friendship to not end because I loved her so much. But looking back at it now, I was just too toxic. You know, I had too much going on. And now from what I have heard, she's just doing great and she's still, you know, an amazing mom. And I am, you know, have cheered from her for her from afar and you can do that. And, you know, one of the hardest things with friendships ending is just carrying around this bitterness and this hate and this resentment for each other. I think that if you can come to a, a conclusion and maybe you don't get that kind of conclude that ooh, I'm trying to combine both words. Maybe you don't get that kind of closure between the friendship. But if you can come to a conclusion yourself of, you know what? if this is the end of it, this is the end, you know, let's wish each other well and, and move on with our life. There's sometimes where people are just in your life for a season and their reason for being in your life and their season has expired. And, and that's that. But, um, yeah, I, th I think about her. I thought, it, you know, I thought about that. I, th you know, I thought about another situation where I was ghosted. That was so weird. Oh my gosh. To this day, I still have no idea what happened none um this happened five years ago now um <laughs> I I thought we were perfectly fine I had talked to this person on the phone and everything was fine we we're supposed to meet up that day and she didn't end up answering and then I'm calling and texting and trying to figure out what's going on and finally after about a week I'm like you know what this is dumb I'm not doing this anymore and so I stopped reaching out and I just never heard from her again and then I ran into her two years ago at Target and I was like, oh gosh, I don't want to do this. Like, this is so awkward. I haven't seen this girl in almost three years. Like, I don't want to do this. So we're like walking, coming down the same aisle and she's 
she's opening her mouth to say something and I just turn and go down the aisle. I just skirt it out of there. Um, because it, it just there, I didn't want to do the fake stuff. You know, I don't, Oh, how's your family? How's your kids? How's, you know, let's pretend like, you know, I didn't ghost you. I just, I'm not up for the fakery bakery. I just, I wasn't, I wasn't going to do that. And so I just got out of there, but, um, that's one, one, uh, relation, one friendship where I never got any closure from, and I don't know what's going on, but whatever happened with her during that time, I hope she's okay. I hope she's thriving in life and, and everything as well. I just, um, yeah, I, I, I couldn't hold on to that resentment or that question because no matter what happens in life with whatever losses that we have, life just has to continue to go on. Um, my best friend, Vanessa, shout out to Vanessa. Um, her and I hadn't seen each other in, I think like four months or something crazy like that. And she was able to stop by my house really quick a few weeks ago. Uh, my husband was nice enough to cook us uh, breakfast and let us chat. And we just crammed everything in that we could in an hour. And sometimes that's what you get from your friendships. You know, there's, there's sometimes where there's long periods of of distance and not very much communication, but if you can come back together and, um, you know, just at least catch up then, and, and have that sort of connection, then, you know, that's what it has to be sometimes too. We're all moms and we're all wives. And so what I'm, I'm learning personally is just to not take things so personal, but I do feel like people show you the way that they feel about you before they tell you. And so, uh, there's certain people where I'm just like, yeah, we may have some distance right now, but there's definitely something else that's underlining. And there's other people where it's like, I can see that you're just crazy busy and you know, everything's okay. I think just distinguishing the difference between, you know, what's normal for you in that certain relationship. Um, I've had a, a friendship recently where we're connected in other ways. So the community, some sort of communication is always going to be there, but that, constant um spending time together and sharing things and all of that that used to be a very consistent thing for us is not at all anymore um and so I'm just coming to terms with that and kind of processing that in my own way of you know what we're just maybe there's a little bit of separation that's needed personally maybe there's a little bit that's needed in the friendship but I'm not going to walk around with the chip on my shoulders you know I'm just going to hope for the best. Maybe we'll come back together and, and be super close again. Maybe we won't, but whatever happens, I wish you well. And I think that, you know, whatever stage you're at in your friendships, just trying to still, you know, not walk around bitter and upset because that does nothing but, you know, bring you down personally. Um, I've had some really great friendships in my life of, like I said, people who I'm just like, I really hope that they're doing well and everything's fine. But now I have, uh, I have a handful of friends, to be honest, I do. It's, it's, I go, it's so weird. I go back and forth between like, I want to find my people. I want to find my, my group of girls. And, you know, I see these things online sometimes and that's the thing. Go back to the pros and cons of social media episode. That's the thing. I go back and I see, you know, oh, these, you know, let's get together as a mom group and do this fun thing and this. And I'm like, oh, I want that. I don't have that. But then I'm like, I can barely put a, enough focus and energy into the girls that I have now. Why would I want five to 10, 
you know, new friends where I have to be like, oh my gosh, I haven't talked to so-and-so in three weeks. Let me hurry up and check in. You know, like it's just, it's a lot. And I think that, you know, just realizing in your, realizing in your relationships in general that we are being spread so thin, you know, um, if you're married, we need to try to be a good wife. We need to try to keep our marriage thriving. We need to try to do the best we can in motherhood. We need to possibly, you know, if you have a relationship with your parents, you want to be a good daughter, you want to be a good sibling, you want to be a good employee, you know, it's, I don't ever really stop and, and realize how much I'm spreading myself, you know, like it's, if I could be an octopus, that would be great because then it would be like, here, you guys have this army of this, this, and this, but, um, just having a group of women or however many friends you have that really understand that you're not doing, you know, if there is distance that it's not intentional and it's not to be hurtful, it's just maybe a part of where you're at in your life right now. And I think that I have one friendship where we check in weekly. We, um, our primary, our primary, um, uh, why did I have just a complete brain fart right now? Uh, the way that we communicate the most is via text or if we see each other in person. We never talk on the phone. Um, my other, another friend that's, you know, has been my friend for a really long time. We can text. I can pick up the phone really quick. Just check on her, see how she's doing. Um, another one, we don't really talk unless we see each other in person. And so it's just when you have friendships, you're kind of bouncing all these different types of of ways that you communicate around. And I think, you know, coming to grips with that can be hard and it has been hard for me. But I think that I try to show up as genuine as I can. And, you know, if a friend ever needs me and I'm pretty much empty, I'm like, look, I have 20% of brain cells left. What do you need? What can I do? You know, like that's, that's kind of how I show up right now. But, um, Anyways, in the Know For Sure podcast, it was so sad. I just was like, oh, it's tugging up my heartstrings. These women have been best friends for 20 years and they are going through what they are calling a friendship crisis. And they have had a breakdown in their friendship since May, they're saying, and they haven't really addressed it. Um, They've kind of hinted at it in past episodes. And then on top of that, one of the women in their friend group passed away. And so on top of them struggling in their friendship, they also lost a friend. And so they um, actually came out in the last episode a couple of days ago and were choosing to be vulnerable. I can tell that they were really um, trying to choose their words very carefully. They didn't want to give us um, listeners a ton of deep rooted information, just more so of what was kind of going on, which I appreciate that because Like I said, when you sign up to podcast, you're choosing to be vulnerable. You know, I'm not going to get on here every week and, um, you know, I sugarcoat things to a certain extent because I'm not going to be telling you like, oh, you know, so-and-so is pissing me off right now or, you know, I want to slap my husband across the head or, you know, I'm not going to be going into details like that, but I do want to be as real and honest as I can. And so I really appreciated listening to their episode because they are really struggling and one of them kind of wants more of a of a professional relationship and wants to make sure that the podcast stays afloat and the other one wants their personal relationship back and wants to figure out what they can do and you can tell when they were both sharing their sides of it that they were really on different pages 
you know, being an outsider, I was just like, gosh, like this is heartbreaking to hear, you know, but they ended up posting on their Instagram that they are going to be going to therapy together, uh, which is really cool. I've never heard of therapy with a friend. You know, we've heard, we've heard of marriage therapy and individual therapy, but going with a friend, it's like, you know, that's actually really cool and really big of them. And I think it's really necessary because a lot of their livelihood is, is in their podcast. And so they want to make it work any way that they can, but I appreciated the vulnerability and that's another thing that I look for in friendships as well is I just want to come to you as myself and and as whatever is going on in that time. And if you can help me and support me in that, then that's great. But if you can't, then you can't. And I, I hope the same goes for me. I personally have never turned down a friend or that has been hurting or going through anything or I've never distanced myself from a friend knowing that they are going through things um, that's happened to me before. And, and it's really sad. It's really hurtful because it's like, gosh, you know, I'm going through such a painful time right now. Like you really can't be there. But I'm also learning that there's, there's only so much mentally that, that a lot of us can take sometimes. And, and sometimes if our friends are going through a crisis, we, we don't have the mentality to be there right now. Um, like I said earlier, we're getting pulled in all these different directions. So just understanding, communicating. Um, those are the best two things that, that you can do in friendships and um, and just try to be the friend to people that you want. You know, that's, that's what I try to do um, is just try to be, you know, try to be the type of friend that I want. And um, yeah, I, I, I'm just having constant brain farts, you guys. My mind's kind of all over the place. Cyrus and I are going to a concert tonight. I'm so excited. He is just, oh, I'm so obsessed with him. He's the cutest. So I'm like walking in his room when he gets home from school and I was like, oh, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, just picking out an outfit for tonight. So he's like, ah, oh, he's like, so he's excited to hang out with me. And like, oh, we're going to go see the Lumineers at the bowl. I love the Lumineers. If you don't know who they are, um, check them out. I posted actually a story that had one of their songs on it. They're just they're a great group, and I think it's a good first concert for Psy, and we pretty much got the tickets for free. So I was like, you know what? It's a school night, but we're going. YOLO. I don't think anybody says YOLO anymore, but you know what I mean. Anyways, um, try to be a good friend. Try to be there for your friends. If there's somebody that you miss, reach out and you know text them. I have a girlfriend that we kind of will reach out to each other every few months, and um, last tech, one of the last texts she sent me was super nice. It was actually a, a long prayer and it was like personalized for me. Like she was like literally saying that she's praying for me and I'll reach out to her and tell her I love her and I miss her. And, um, we get, we can't seem to, to get our schedules together to meet up. It doesn't seem to ever work out, but you know what that happens and just shooting each other a text. I love you. I miss you. Or, I saw this that made me think of you. Send them a funny, a funny GIF or GIF, whatever you want to call it. Or just try to stay connected in any kind of way that you can because that kind of connection is important and we all need it. So um, anyways, I hope you guys are having a good week. I'm going to go and, and get ready for my little um, mother and son date night. Um, I'm sure we're going to have a blast. But I hope you guys are having a good week. Thank you again for tuning in. I appreciate it. I am really trying my best to um, get this podcast together so that I can have a guest on. I want that so bad because like I said, those are the podcasts that I listen to. I always listen to the two-person two, two -person podcast and they're so great. Just 
that genuine conversation and that back and forth banter I love. So I'd really love to do that with someone. So anyways, that's, that's definitely going to be in the works, but thank you so much for tuning in to millennial mom podcast. Go follow my socials and I will see you guys next week. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you for tuning in to millennial mom podcast. And don't forget to go follow me on Instagram, millennial mom podcast underscore. Also leave me a comment or review on Spotify and Apple. See you next time.